Open the pod bay doors, please, pal. All right, all right, all right. You're gonna need a bigger potion. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? Look at the coast. We get together, have a few laughs. The Movie Odyssey with Brad Patel, Gus Trout, and Adam Lucas. Damn it, we missed that cake. We missed that King Ralph uh, reference. Damn it, that was such a good King Ralph reference, Brad. <laughs> Sorry. I said King Ralph out loud. Ow. <laughs> we got Ref- King Ralph on my drink out. Yeah, Gus did a spit take. You yeah. guys missed this great joke. had to go buy a joke. microphone and come back. Yeah. <laughs> we, had, we had so many great jokes before I hit record. So many great jokes. And while I was gone. Um, and now they're Lucas gone. Lucas spit yeah. in my drink. And I came back yeah. and I said, fuck Yeah. <laughs> we're on a podcast was that a segue Um, or are we still doing banter no no so well you know podcast Uh, really is just like it's not real life you know it's like three guys pretending to be cool right we're cool and just like we just keep pretending to be cool and until one day we'll just fucking go crazy and fake our own deaths or murder each other and then that will work out and we'll fall back in love kind of but not really and stare at the top of each other's heads while the credits roll <laughs> gone baby gone uh, is the movie <laughs> we're doing right gone baby gone directed by yeah. gone baby gone that has an by in batman it, right? that also has ad fleck in it yeah it's, i like that movie sometimes i go to look for my girl and she's just gone yeah hey girl where are you at well, and i say girl that? gone girl girl get Oh, Girl, she's, get back she's here! Shopping. <laughs> Women be shopping. Oh, all right. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Let's do classic intro. Classic intro. Hey, gang. I'm Brad. How are you? This is our podcast. I'm joined by my good friends Gus and Adam. Gus Strouth, Adam Lucas, Brad Patello. We have a podcast. It's called A Movie Odyssey. You're listening to it. Uh, Gone Girl 2014, the second to last Fincher. And uh, we're doing Mank next week, and then. That's it. That's our Fincher-thon for you. And we have a lot, some movies to catch up on. Oppenheim. Yeah, and then we're going to do, uh, at some point, a Bo is Afraid. And- Bo is Afraid. A fade. Bo is Afraid, Oppenheimer, Mission Possible. we should probably do. Okay. I got to go see that. We got to see Oppenheimer. There's a reason. There's we got to so go I, see that yeah. shit. I don't, I'm going to go see it in IMAX uh, I just, down in Philly. I'm wow. sure it'd be really cool. There's nothing like necessarily close to me, I don't think. I also don't give a... No. I care, don't care. It would be really cool. I think I that, just, yeah. I think if you saw it... Also, if the movie sucks, you'd if be I didn't know, kind of mad that you went out of your way to do it. Yeah. If I don't know how good it looks... I don't right. know. I've never... I mean, I've been to the Omnimax Theater to see some shit and the Science Center and pittsburgh i saw right. fantasia 2000 in imax oh uh, me too you could yeah. see mistakes like <laughs> you right where the oh, animators yeah, like, messed up like in the i'm like whoa <laughs> okay i'm i guess <laughs> that's in a it's disney film cool. yeah it's, yeah did you see no, was, did you see like double lines or like the color or the the outline like person was confused so they did like both yeah 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 <laughs> well so once again we got jeff Cronenweth. Uh, DP, we got Trent Reznor doing the music. Uh, Sixty-one million dollar budget went to, went on to gross three hundred sixty-nine million. Good, you know, most pro- profitable. His most profitable film. Very successful. Film. Highest grossing film. Yeah. How much do you think that has to do with Ben? Of uh, with the gross Ben, Affleck. how much? It, how much it made? 
I I do <laughs> I think it's such absolute perfect casting. I think that I this movie has incredible casting. Well, I to, for me, Rosamund Pike just makes this movie. I think the I had seen her in and noticed her in um the first uh Tom Cruise, Pittsburgh, Jack Reacher. Oh, yeah. And that's the first team up of that director and Jack, which I uh, unknowingly have been a big fan of that director for a long time. He did uh, Way of the Gun, which is like just has one of the best fucking shootouts ever. It has like lots of fun little bits. It's not a great movie altogether, but yeah, Rose, man, Pike is just she's killing it like jesus christ with this this movie's got a lot going for it it's very i think she for me escalates it from being very good to being great yes like single-handed like her performance and her presence so memorable you know it's right up there with uh like tony collette and hereditary or something like yes it's Another, I think something, and correct me if I'm wrong, the writer of the book wrote the screenplay, yeah? Yeah, her first screenplay, too. Yes. And they, yes. she wasn't sure if she could do it. She was, like, <laughs> trying to hire people at first to do it, but then... Well, uh, she had she had David Fincher's help, too. Like, true. That's not... Sure. And, and of course, they and talked a lot. That's all, But there were scenes like, that he didn't yeah. change. Yeah. Like, also, can we go back to Rosamund Pike real yeah, quick? please. Before we get into... You're telling me it wouldn't have been better with Reese Witherspoon's? Okay. I don't know about that. That man, I, I just the No, what she was she she was go She ahead. was going to be that character. She was like signed on to well, do she it, bought right? the rights. Her production company, she she and had she's awesome. Story. She is awesome. This movie would be completely different and I don't know unless Reese Witherspoon pulled out the fucking absolute best performance of her life. I couldn't imagine it being better than because. And I think it's this this weird thing, right? She's doing a weird robot. She's doing this. She's doing Fincher's whatever it had Fincher had in his head. She is doing. And he's probably was like losing his mind. (laughs) Yeah. They brought Fincher on, right? Like, Mm -hmm. Reese Witherspoon owned the rights. Her production company had the rights to the book. She was she was going to star in it. They bought the rights for her to star in it, a vehicle for her. They brought Fincher on. Then Fincher yeah. started talking about how he saw the movie uh, going and and who the character was to him. And she bowed out. She was like, "Oh, well, that's Fuck not yeah. me. See, she's we awesome. Somebody else. She's so awesome. it was like very chill. And yeah, she's smart. So, did you guys see this in the theater? I did yes. not. Oh, nice. See, I missed it too, Brad. Uh, we, Alex I and I rented it Rachel one time. had read the book, so she like, you know, was like, we got to go. It's apparently a good book. I didn't read it, but apparently it's a really neither, successful book as well. Yeah. So. Sharp Objects as well. Same author, Sharp Objects. Oh, okay, which is great. Yeah, she's been accused of being a misogynist because she writes these like, spoiler, spoiler alert. Uh, women as the villain, you know, but her whole thing is like, like why women aren't always like, why can't we have a woman villain? Like there are still like, she doesn't write psycho. The original title for the book was psycho bitch. 
Mm-hmm. Very good. She changed that because it's kind of a dead giveaway. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But she doesn't write like psycho bitch characters. She writes like like this woman. And well, this, this is you know, this is like um, a metaphor on like toxic marriage. Marriage. Yeah. This movie yeah. takes a very well, dim view like, of marriage. Generally. I don't think it's a dim view of marriage. I think it's a dim view of people. I think it's a real, it's, it's a farce about people trying to play the part of the cool girl and the dream guy and they can't keep it up. They can't keep it up and they destroy each other. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. by fear. Like he does it by apathy and she does it by like, um, amnesty, like, like just pure, like under the surface simmering rage. Right. And to make the movie it's more exciting it's and very book more exciting that you, you know, they make her into like a psychopath level, like oceans 11, <laughs> like well, how right. deep she's she can dive. Smart. And, how, and she yeah, she's like, so smart. Yeah. Well, yeah, I wrote down the roles we play question mark. Public versus private lives. How we lie to ourselves. These are kind of themes I noticed. Um, Just putting on a face for the public. For like, you have your home life and then you have your, you know, who, who you are at home. And then you put on this mask and you go out into the world and, you know, you, you lie to everybody. Yeah. And, and you lie to yourselves. Also. You got yeah, it. I, the the whole thing of uh, Amy Dunn being a villain. Yeah, her whole thing was women can be evil too. Right, right. Which is it's like <laughs> I feel like people are like that's a lot of writing. Modern gets, writing is like bad like that because they they're afraid to give people flaws because that would be sexist, right? If you have a female sure. character and you give it a flaw, that's you're being a misogynist, right. but that's people. That's how people are. People are flawed. Right. Well, it's the like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hillary Clinton can be like, can lie just as much as any whoa, other. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, we, we can, I'm well, making the Hillary Clinton shocked face from when the balloons uh, fell at the DNC. Or- oh. <laughs> um, yes. No, but I, the author literally said, I'm sick of like the the you know like abused woman gets revenge or Mm -hmm. the you know girl boss seizes the day or you know the person listening to this movie it's kind of equal like they it's not like i mean pieces of shit he's just the he's the easy type of piece of god he is so good in this movie whenever the one they the detective there's so many parts but i think one like if you i were to like just point to one that like just stands out is whenever she goes well we found this other clue and he reads it and he's like i know that one you know and like <laughs> yeah, just yeah. how <laughs> right how he acts like the wrong way but like so understandably but also so like subtly it's and yeah it's very subtle it's 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 the subtlety of his performance and i think a lot of it ben affleck's no dummy and but i think it's between ben affleck and fincher and uh them like kind of putting their brains together and and like just fincher pushing him in a in a certain way i just think um holy shit man 
it's incredible because it comes off really stiff and kind of bad almost if you if you're not tuned in correctly well that's the point of this performance is the exact it's it's unbelievable he's supposed to be like what do i do like yeah he he doesn't know how to feel because well he he knows how he feels but he's trying to figure out how not to to show that right he also wants to be awesome he wants to he hates his wife but he wants to be like uh to an extent like on some surface level a good husband and the same with his like the only person he he actually truly cares about is his, his sister that's why I say it's a farce because their whole lives up until she leaves yeah, is an act they're trying to maintain both of them. Yeah. And at first it like works for them. Yeah. And then, so he, you know, he's about to, they're about to lose their jobs. He loses his job. They live in what, man, they live in New York, Manhattan, I guess. Yeah. Somewhere. I don't know. It's, it's They've, not quite specific. Real nice life at first. Right. You know, like, and then as soon as he fund. like, yeah, as soon as his life, like it goes, an inch off the rails he's like drinking beer at 11 a.m playing call of duty eating pizza <laughs> and be like i don't know what to do with my life he's, yeah. playing, uh, battlefield. he's playing battlefield whatever who gives a fuck <laughs> he's playing a console shooter uh here well all right here's here's a hot take that you're probably not going to agree with hot take hot take we got a hot take alert hot take alert <laughs> i not not a ben affleck fan that's not a hot take at all. Mo- I think no he one mostly, I think he mostly sucks as an actor. I think he's a good director. Uh, the only two movies I've liked him in are this and Days of Confused. Basically, when he's playing a douche, he's good. <laughs> no, he's good at playing a douche. Yeah, but I've not liked him in any other movie. Now I like his direction. I think he's a good director. But I, so that all right, that's not a hot take. But no, I he doesn't I'm, bring. Yeah. I mean, normally I, I see for everybody. I think some people really like him. I mean, he makes a lot of money. Like he gets a lot of, he's Batman or something, I guess. That was a terrible mistake. Uh, (laughs) It could have been really cool. I just think to an extent he is Ben Affleck. So it's hard to like, you need a Fincher to, or somebody to be like, you're going to do this. Well, I think he's perfect in this though. That's the thing is like, Oh, that's what I'm saying. It's the best. It's one of the best casting choices, like, ever. It's incredible. And it's one of those things where, when, where to, I don't know. It's, it's exactly what you're saying, Brad. It's probably what they're like, we need somebody so, like, such a douche. And then they're probably like, fucking Ben Affleck. (laughs) I think part of the reason Ben Affleck is, like, so popular is because he is that he straddles the line between, like, Hollywood dreamboat and like schlubby dick face. Yeah. So it's like, does. he's like yeah. approachable, but also like aspirational. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, you put it, he's like non-threatening, but also threatening. I, I know what you mean. I, I, smart. It's, it, uh, yeah. I think, um, well, you hear him talk. I think Finn is a, smart. Isn't the first thing you think of. When you think of Ben Affleck, you no, think chin kind of is the first thing I think yeah. of is chin. Oh, I think just <laughs> unlikable. Like he he he's good at playing roles where he's not likable. What's funny though is like here. when you look at him, he's I don't think unlikable. There's certain people you look at I, and you're like, I don't like that person. Well, I think I, Brad is just jealous of his chin. I am. Brad has a fantastic I, chin. 
What? I'm oh, projecting. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I. Well, you heard I heard Fincher heard cast him <laughs> because of his smile. Fincher saw his smile and it's like that's the character. It's his That's smile. so funny. He has I love the that shitty smile. grin. Yeah. yeah. And that's what smile. sells oh, it when they in the movie that, too. Yeah. Like it's when, that's <laughs> such a good moment. <laughs> the pictures, photographer like, yells out. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. And then hey, like she smile. he's like She's watching it later and she's like, I know you're going to do that shitty smile. And yeah, he does. And she pauses it. Oh, man. Uh, she she knew he was going to do it. Because it's all an act. Yeah. It's I, a farce. It's a postmodern farce. I would say this is the last good, fun thriller. Like this kind of thing. Whatever, you know, like a hmm. like a marriage yeah. thriller kind of thing. It's definitely the, the the last one that comes to mind. I think if I poked around, I might be able to find something that was right. like, okay, come, that's close. That was pretty good, but, man. But this is yeah, this is this one's really good. It's edging classic, on like a perfect movie. It's very it close to perfect. Along. It's the yeah. pacing of yeah. this movie is impeccable. It's two uh, hours too. Like, it's like long again. Yeah. He yeah. did it again. There's nothing that bothers me. Damn it, there's, David. No, there's, there's no scene where I'm like, get this scene out of here. Maybe there's like a little tiny moment or something like that a doesn't couple quite shots work or, or something, something like or, that. Yeah. 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 But like, there's nothing in this movie that it fits well, so well. To, what, yeah, yeah. What, is there anything well, that particularly a, stands out to you that? No, no, but just wise? going along this, I think that's the benefit of if you have an author who wrote a book that is capable yeah. of writing a screenplay. Well, they have the whole goddamn Fincher, thing in their head. Well, and know Fincher what, wanted it to be as close to like the tone of, and the actual like feel of the book, but mm -hmm. you can't do a, it was a 500 page novel. Yeah. You can't do a 500. You can't do all. There was a lot of stuff about his, um, the affair, the, the one, when he was having an affair with like her mom and there was a lot more about Amy's parents and you know, all these other storylines. What is it? The come on me tits or something like that? Come yes, on me the tits. Girl with the, yeah. I don't come on Eileen tits or whatever it was. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I, that's something I don't like about this, that casting Emily Ratajkowski. I don't buy it. A little, a little on the nose. I don't buy her as a college student, much, le much less the fact that she's sleeping well, with Ben Affleck. You do she, work at Edinburgh. So. She looks like a, <laughs> she looks like a Maybe supermodel. Maybe if you were Penn State, Maine, or I don't know. You know I mean, college students aren't supermodels. I think that generally she, watch that Bama Rush. Watch that Bama Rush. I watched that. It's crazy. Yeah, okay. it's, I, I think that she. I I think she does a really good job. She is. She's I'm not, fine. Not, I think she does a good job. I oh. just think Brad doesn't buy the package. I, well, Ben Affleck suggested her. <laughs> I know why. It's like. Ben. He saw ben. this is totally the motorboat's over here, Ben. <laughs> hey, hey, David Fincher. Why don't we cast Emily Ratajkowski as <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is I'm Reese, I'm Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Again, yeah. we have a drop dead gorgeous woman like throwing herself at a dude, which I feel like only happens in movies, or else maybe I've just had a shitty life. But I mean but, a much milder version happened to me one time and it scared the shit out of me. Okay. Well, so, cool. you know, it's, it does happen. It's just not, it's, uh, people want it to happen more than it does. So that part of it is not, I, I don't buy that. 
that's not good casting to me. I mean, she's no, but, fine. Well, it's, I think, I think it fits totally. It fits in with everything else. The stereotype of like, of course it's this ridiculously hot co-ed who's throwing himself at her or well, at him. Yeah. I mean, that's the and whole he, idea. It has, it's this whole movie is more of like the extreme Right. Yeah, yeah. It's goofy. It like it's it's not it's not goofy like Fight Club, but it is very similar in terms of the way it it, it picked a lane and it's doing all of like the tropes. Yeah, you know I what guess I mean? Thinking about it as a farce, it makes more sense. Like right. And I think like, everything's heightened. Yeah. I could because like the, the 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 actual criminal investigation, the way it plays out and everything is like so unrealistic. Oh yeah, and insane. You know what I mean? It's, it's like uh, you know, like an Agatha Christie when we were talking about her not yeah. that long ago. It's right. it's like a postmodern Agatha Christie play. Do you know what I mean? Where it's like it's insane. Through Fincher's like, lens, really? Yeah. It's, yeah. It starts off as a mystery, and then it goes into a thriller, and then it's like a satire, basically. Yeah. But it's always a satire, a little bit under the surface. Oh, like, it, 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 how funny is this movie too? Yeah. Oh yeah, there's lots of funny parts. Because and I think because you like never you never really believe she's dead because he never really believes she's dead. So you're never really that concerned about her. Yeah. It, right. It, the 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 uh the casting what we're all talking about here and like Ben Affleck being such a douche and such an idiot is and and how they execute it is so well managed through that like first act because right there is this feeling of and it's just it's subtly subconsciously put in there that you're like kind of going back and forth back and forth you're like wow this guy's such an idiot there's no way there's nothing yeah. there's they're not it's just but these these little things when they when the detective sees the blood splat like on the hood of the um post-it note and she puts a post-it note on it and then yeah. Ben Affleck kind of looks at her do that and then looks at like, the that's kind of half for a kitchen guy. accident or whatever. Yeah. Well, I don't, they don't, she doesn't even that's say later. anything there. Yeah. yeah. That's later. Uh, that's when she's like, and she jumps and stomps and the, and the stuff falls down. Yeah. That's when everybody's like, I want a lawyer get out of my house. Yeah. Yeah. That's that first up. scene when they come over and he looks at the almost famous dude and <laughs> yeah. And Patrick Fugit, and he he just does. It's such a Finchery like cut there. It's like the post note on there. Fincher has a reaction, looks at the guy, and yeah, kind of like, and gives mm -hmm. this look that then that for the audience that's like, oh shit. Well, like, maybe when they were working this. on the screenplay, yeah, yeah uh, Fincher said to, um, well, I have to use her name because I don't want to be a misogynist. Yeah, uh, Jillian Flynn. Uh, he said like. Well, we can't read their minds. So how are they behaving? Yeah. Because in the book, you like you can read their minds if you want to, right? But you can't do that right. in a movie without a bunch without a bunch of bullshit voiceovers. Like if somebody had a diary and they were like reading it all the time through the movie, how fucking dumb would that be? Um okay, let's kind of get to the um the flashbacks. Yeah. And well, what I want to get into there is and it kind of brings up my thing with the music. Oh yeah, there the music's is great in this. the 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 music is also a barometer for bullshit. Yeah. Whenever whenever it's the past and it's Amy's talking through her journals, her 
which she did write, but they're all, and she does well, say like a lot of that beginning stuff is, yes, but it's in retrospect. When the music does this very drony, sweet, kind of dreamy thing when it's in the past. Not every scene of the past. It's the, like when they first sure, meet. like the, the, the sugar storm. Yes, all the, of the, the party where yeah, it's like very. It's everything's okay. But do you know the? But it's also you know there's Fisher, a bit of the thing going on there too. Where it's just like yeah. something's wrong here, and it's because they're not using like an orchestra. They're using synths and whatever electronic stuff, so it sounds off. Yeah. So Fincher. Went to the chiropractor mm-hmm. and he's sitting in the waiting room and there was this shitty like canned music that he was like, this music is supposed, it's like, everything's okay. Yeah. Everything's going to be okay. Meanwhile, you're like in pain or whatever. <laughs> and, you know, so he went to, you know, Reznor and Ross and was yeah. like, Hey, I want you to make like shitty chiropractor waiting room music, but then like it's telling everybody everything's fine, but it's also subtly making them uncomfortable (laughs) and like upset. I love that. It's it's exactly what it is. This score is so good. It's so fucking good. Yeah. It's, it's a great score. So since we're on act one, I, I got to mention the foreshadowing with the board games. I mean, mm-hmm. you guys caught that, Ma- of course. The, mastermind. There's the well, master. He gives her the mastermind. Don't and panic. His uh, his his sister says, "I hated this game," and then that later you see them playing life, and like he's What's the landed, point of life. He's landed on this the square where you one. get a spouse. And I I didn't pick this up, but apparently when you get a spouse in that game, you're supposed to take another turn, but he doesn't. So like he's <laughs> not playing the game of life correctly. <laughs> Uh, I thought it was good. Also, yeah. I'm I don't usually like to point out colors, but um oh really? <laughs> the shirts, the blue shirt that he's got on is perfect for act one. He has it on like all of act one. He's he's wearing this blue shirt, which contrasts like with an everything. Oxford. Yeah, it's like this pale sky blue, which is like yeah, yeah, yeah. he's trying to be cool, he's trying to be collected, but also all eyes are on him because like that's the only blue thing in that whole oh. act one yeah, and he's basically. wearing that when he finds the crime scene yeah. and everything and, and he it just, just yeah. doesn't change for he just days. leaves it on because he's yeah. going through the whatever so well he's he can't he's kicked out of his house for, yeah. first right and yeah same uh same costume designer as girls the dragon tattoo very much different um but i read a little bit about the stuff she thought about you know like everything Cow sweater when he's playing video games and laptoping. <laughs> I, well, I was like, oh, for? I love laptoping. Goddamn cows. Uh, so good. House sweaters are very good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she she was just like, I wanted them to be wearing stuff that they could have like gotten at, at the mall, you know, like at a good mall, but still at the yeah. mall. Like they like J. Crew, and even, yeah. And like um Amy, you know, she did she doesn't wear a lot of high heels. She wears, you know. Um, well, that's more so when they move, but she's, she's pretty understated because she's trying to be the cool girl. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like she's not trying to be high fashion and fancy. She wants to be that cool girl. Like in the movies, like, oh, you could have a beer and watch football. You could maybe do some laptoping, you know? But yeah. So 
you know, we're going through this procedural at first throughout act one. We don't know what happened. Uh, and Ben Affleck is acting like a total tool, but kind of in an understandable way. Like he's doing all these dumb things, like just kind of like he does in life. He just ambles through life aimlessly. He, he's just Ben he's just Affleck's character. His, well, <laughs> Brad hates Ben so much. It's the best. His character mostly, but I, I can't imagine. I don't. I don't think Brad, he does. Did, I think he's smarter Brad, than his character. Brad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did, well, that's the thing is which, that Nick Dunn's did not Ben Affleck. Did Ben Affleck steal your girlfriend, Brad? Well, <laughs> Ben, no, no, no. I, I don't think Nick Dunn is like dumb. He's like what I think of he's myself. He's a writer at like, like a men's magazine or something. You know like what I mean? He, like he's smart. Well, he's smart. just he's he's thoughtless. He's Up like the river, and he knows like the he he's I'm yes, he's thoughtless. That's he, he's book that smart, is nice. but he doesn't yes. have social skills. He. Right. See, I'm saying all the wrong things. Everybody likes him. Yeah. But he's saying all the wrong things in this situation. Like he's right. He doesn't have the social skills for this situation. Like, and Amy knows when he says complex. Ah, she's complex. And then, like, later, Joe is like, that means bitch or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) And, and like, the groundedness of that, like, well, what does your wife do? And, like, and when they're drilling him, they're they're like subtly drilling him, like yeah. yeah. And he's like, and, well, and and it's almost they're getting more intrigued than that the the detectives are. And I find the, it interesting the uh, whole thing about the um, I love the blood type thing. I think that's so. Because every, everybody type. in the theater, I, don't know, like, I know my wife's blood type. Yeah. I don't know. And then what? That's the whole yeah. The guy says, I don't know my blood type. I have yeah. to go look it up. I think mine's like O positive. I have O. It's That's like the not most even universal. Yeah. Anyways, um, it's why yeah, I, don't, I don't know my wife's blood type either. Like, but I, and then the, yeah, Patrick Fugit goes, "Should yeah, I know my wife's blood?" No. She's like, no. I. <laughs> I just think. I, I. This has the. How about this? This is the best qualities of Social Network and Girl of the Dragon Tattoo combined. Yeah. And and none of the bad stuff. I agree. And it looks good. And it looks so good because it's doing all the Fincher stuff. It's doing the like, was that camera moving? Right. Was it not moving? I don't really remember. Like, I can't go like it's what you talked about with last time, Lucas. You were saying like there's this beautiful yeah. thing happening where you kind of forget if there was anything, a cool camera shot, but there was just at the same time, you know there was a thousand cool little camera ticks right. and editing, and it's a lot of the cuts. It's the cuts. He's yeah. so fucking good at the cuts. One of my favorite cuts early on is like we go from a flashback to Amy and Nick kissing, and then it cuts to him being swabbed by a cop, <laughs> <laughs> swapping saliva. Very nice. Uh, my first, um, my first cut for me is the when she puts the on the hood of the the stove she puts the post-it note ben affleck gives a look to yeah that's good. the uh, yeah. the the sergeant or whatever and he looks back and kind of does like a you're fucked like, like uh, yeah. yeah yeah like i don't know she's man. uh she's pretty smart you should yeah. be turd <laughs> there's a whole thing um, with post-it notes i think that right too. there yeah. is the movie at that at the moment is at, like a metronome in its pace, yeah, it's, it's got it, yeah. it's a, it's, it's clicking away. That part is where it's like the, like the 
fucking jazzy drums start coming in a little bit because <laughs> yeah, it's the, the first moment that i think ben affleck's like oh fuck and yeah. he doesn't but he doesn't he knows he not still to has to hold it together yeah. he's holding together and he just does that fantastic little god ben affleck friend of the show <laughs> friend of the show ben affleck and his chin hey do we know how they shot this how he shot this how did he shoot this anamorphic i don't know it was a fucking <laughs> digital camera oh can i say something that he that kind of, he kind of i don't know it was revolutionized but he used a ton in this fucking movie is digitally combining two different takes he liked margo saying this thing in this take but he liked and it's and so he used a lot of still shots almost like you would with improv comedy like uh bridesmaids and all those fucking movies but so he would have a the cameras on sticks. You'd have these two shots, and he would splice them together for the yeah. best takes. He does that a lot. Yeah, yeah. And that's I don't think that's a thing that he did in other movies. I think that's what he started in this movie. Yeah, um, yeah. It was a shot at six K on a uh, red. Uh, yeah, red. Epic dragon. What the hell? Yeah, epic dragon. I I did write um, down. Um, Goddamn nerds. Aban- name fucking- abandoned mall scene is ridiculous. So the abandoned mall uh, looks, yeah. like, looks like something out of fallout. It's like this mall has been closed for a week and it's like a, a bomb went off in there. There's like, there's like a can with a fire in it and a bunch of hobos. And it's well, just like-, like how established everything is, is like the fucking college student tweaking out and and M C square equals and uh, and like the background and stuff. And I love, I love the detective always being like, she's kind of doing what like Tommy Lee Jones does in, um, uh, country for old men. (laughs) Whenever he's like, he says guns up, you know, and, and, and he pulled the, his deputy pulls the gun out or whatever. And he's like, aren't you going to take your gun out? He's like, I'll let you do it or whatever. And it's like teasing yeah. him. Like he's always, she's like, ah, well, she's like, should we call for backup? She's like, ah, I'll protect you. I, I, she's great. She's always drinking coffee. She's great. I love her. I love that character. Basically shit goes downhill for Nick pretty quick in act one. And he ends up, he lawyers up. There's a few characters established here. Like his lawyer, who the person who will eventually be his lawyer is introduced via a Nancy Grace, like, TV personality that we also yeah. get a lot. Um, cause it's on it's the like, news. I, I think Fincher said, I don't know. I'm not, I think Fincher said that the media is like the third main character. Yeah. In the film. Yeah. They have a big presence like, and public opinion about him. Like the lawyer plays on that a lot and, but he doesn't hire the lawyer yet. He, he, Eventually, at the end of Act One, he lawyers up. He realizes that he's the main suspect, and then they let him leave the state to go <laughs> get this lawyer. They wouldn't do that, would they? Um, anyway, I don't, I, I don't know. I've never been in that position, but I don't think they'd let him leave the state. But maybe they do it different in Missouri. But he's got a, you know, when he realizes he's got a great scene when we get the twist, like, which is when he finds all of the the shit she bought on his credit card stashed in the woodshed. And the woodshed's well, so a big, like, that, that part of the score there. is so good. The yeah, subtle, so she like, goes, so, well, he throws uh, the cops off, like, he's like, I don't know what the little brown house is, but it's his dad's house. Yes. 
And there's like one little couple shots of the little scene of his dad and his dad is there's something wrong with him. He's like definitely had. Yeah. I don't know. He's like got dementia or something there. And he's not very nice. Dumb bitch. And it, it, yeah. And you know, you like his, bitch. his mom. <laughs> His mom's dead. Isn't it funny? We're not laughing. His mom's (laughs) dead. Dude, that part makes me laugh so hard. His dad, like, maybe he only hates women because he has dementia, but it seems like maybe that's just like a... Yeah. uh, Highlighting something that he always had a problem with. Um, Yeah, it's real subtle, too. Like, we don't get a lot of that. It's just... No. You hardly... I barely barely remember that he had a dad in the show in the movie right like until like you they talk about like your dad's house like yeah, they, they yeah. say that more than you see his dad right um but he doesn't tell the cops that he does know what the little brown house is he's like i have no idea like immediately goes yeah. there sets off the alarm bah, 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 and he doesn't find anything well yeah there's this whole scavenger hunt for like his anniversary present which they do right. every year, but he's she's now turned it into like a bread trail for the cops to find. Basically, she leaves panties in his office, and yeah, uh, eventually but she does leave a clue in her in his dad's house. That that's what leads him to the woodshed or whatever, where where pre- presents or secrets are stored, well, and he goes to it's his sister's. Yeah, it's Which sister's house. Well, right? I think something else uh, that you, uh, as I've seen this movie so many times, that you kind of gets lost once you watch it a bunch from that effect of kind of like glossing over, is he's constantly the, trying to call somebody. Yeah. yeah. He has like a burner phone in his glove box. Which is like yeah. one of those. That's a classic like, David Fincher me, thing. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, he that's a classic David Fincher thing where he the, he'll do a quick pan with the like through the following with purpose. Cause he's, it's, he's, Hey, look, yeah. I'm, you're following this guy's hand, but that whole thing is a subconscious thing for you to be like, this means something. She's got again with the sticky notes on the calendar. Her last st- sticky note is kill self. Well, no, she which, has that in the calendar, like every other week for like months. Well, that's what at, I mean. She at keeps, the end of her plan. She keeps moving it back though. Like, which, well, but there's a there's part where you see it. She has it's like a reminder to like, do I do it now? Do right. I do it now? So well, she they, was the first one. She's like, well, I can't do it now. Yeah, but yeah, like but she's it's, got it's the diabolical. the entire plan laid yep. out via sticky notes on a calendar. Like, yep, everything she's gonna do to frame him for his murder up and up to and including killing herself and leaving a body for the. So that he will get to find, so he'll die for it. And yeah, it's insane. Like (laughs) it's, that is insane. I think, you know, and that's not that there isn't a hundred other insane things, but that is the far farcicalist, the most farcically farcical, farciest farce of the farce that this is. Yeah. It's, it's just, Um, but it's also like somehow it's also, it's just like, kind of like makes total sense. For her character, she, yeah, she, yeah, she never, she, her whole life has kind of been like a trying to orchestrate a thing, and it kind of makes sense for her to go out like getting exactly what she wants by yeah. killing herself. You know what I mean? Like right. in a weird way, because um, she'll do whatever it takes to like get the thing that she wants within her means. Right. So she couldn't be amazing, Amy. 
Yeah. yeah, the amazing Amy thing is that's re-watching this so many times. It was literally this viewing that I was like, oh, like all that whole through line of that makes so much sense with like it like made her who she is. Yes. In so many ways. So she is just naturally gifted with intelligence, right? When if you're like questioning the ending, I'm just gonna jump into it now because this is the second I was come up. It's fine the it's her like deciding to go back with this guy that she fucking hates like she's gonna like kill him and she loves him again and kill herself but no she doesn't love him she loves that he is a puzzle piece in her and a perfect puzzle piece into her figuring out like she has become amazing amy she survived this thing and this and if she needs him and this whole fucking facade of this perfect marriage where they're gonna have a kid and everything's perfect and they make crepes for each other and they have this cat uh unsung hero of this movie the cat shout out to that fucking cat where's that cat um Um, but you know what i'm saying like yeah she is she becomes amazing amy that's it or like her version, she's like, I'm no, when she, like, this yes. is my version of, yes. Like where when she's like. When she gets back and they and she falls into his arms and does like the Danzel and the stress, uh, like, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Thing. It's so good. Somebody in the, it's so good. And the camera move there. Yeah, and Ben Affleck whispering in her ear and stuff. You. Yeah. Bitch. <laughs> and like the whole, like, like in uh, the, media, like swoons. In yeah. the, the media, that's what I'm getting at, yeah. is they go. They say someone, one of them, and it's overlaid with a bunch of other shit, says like, amazing Amy, you know, like yeah. shouts uh-huh. it out. Like yeah. she, I think the reason she's holding onto this so hard is, and like, it's one, it's like the only play she has to an extent that's right. going to work. She'll do whatever it takes to like, yes, she can't but lose. On top of it, it's, it's amazing the Amy fucking best scenario. It's like for oh her, my God, to be like, yeah, I'm not going to kill myself. And now throw. I'm going to become like a fucking hero and I'm going to beat yeah. amazing Amy at her fucking bullshit. Yeah. yeah. It's that. It's so good. It's like, oh, it's so so you good. scored a, you scored some soccer goals. Amazing Amy. Hey, yeah. I killed a man who was trying to murder me and escaped my doom. Also, I arranged all of that. Yeah. Um, oh, God. No. So. Or Neil Patrick Harris, man. Right. Yeah. Hey, just, you know, they totally practiced that sex scene for two hours oh, alone. Yeah. And Rosamund of... Pike was like, that was actually more awkward than filming it. I wish that we would have just filmed it. Cause then when there was a camera there, at least it made sense what we were doing. The um, face <laughs> she makes when she, he's it's like, like a, he, he's like climaxing and she like starts like pushing out the, the blade of the box cutter. Yeah. She's like, and yeah. she's, no, no, she makes like a, like a yeah. don't look at me right now face like a, oh my god yeah. like don't turn around face yeah it's so subtle it's so good that fuck god it's damn it we're, guys look at us look at what we're doing we, we're trying we us. did it we thought we could do it and we fucked up immediately guys. <laughs> we didn't we got through act one and we got to the twist and then we skipped to the end yeah like, well cool, uh, i mean <laughs> everything the whole the second act is all just like we know she's alive. 
and he just keeps fucking up and he's trying but, to figure but it isn't, out. Isn't it so great that like, again, what you're saying of like looking like two feet above everybody, right? With Amy. Yeah. She gets fucking duped by like what she would consider the lowest of low, low morons. brow, like yeah. morons. Yeah. And was, they're like, they're not morons. They're like, you don't know, like your accent's you bullshit. Don't you don't answer well, your name. Da, 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 da. She names off all of these fucking things. Yeah. And she just destroys Amy and fucking bring and just destroys her. She literally yeah. destroys her so much that she has to fucking call goddamn fucking her high school yeah. <laughs> boyfriend who, yeah, like tried to kill himself when they broke up. Um, yeah, but like the whole like she she bungles the shit so hard. Oh, like, yeah. I was gonna talk she, about that. She, in such right? a moment of weakness, she friends this couple. Well, she's like she hanging out at their to, house. Well, yeah, Dude, because she can't just she like loves campground the game. cabin thing. She loves the game. She thinks she, she's she, got she, it up on everybody. Yeah. Yes, she fucking she's she loves the uh, the act. Yeah. Right, she she dates this and fucking she schlub. She's perfect at it. Yeah, she dates this schlub. She's like, oh, I'm gonna manipulate the fucking shit out of this guy, and she basically and in, like, does middle upper middle class. And then whenever lower, oh, high society, this motherfucker thinks that he can leave me, I'm gonna destroy him. Which she destroys right. him. When Andy comes over, and, and he's like str- struggling it for the light, he turns the light off, and the camera slowly pans over. To Margot's room, like down right. the hall, just like the hall, yeah. Right. Which they don't really it's establish. Like, they don't actually ever establish that. No, she just walks you know. that way. There's only right. you, ha- you, the whole rest of the house. You but know, it's not like that's not it's the, not holding yeah. your hand if for the no. common viewer. It is if you know what the fuck you're watching. Like right. it the, through the lens, the POV of the narrative. Doesn't right? it have a line yeah, about I mean, it too, def- like. The, my sister's in her room asleep. We got it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I know, but it's all of that's like, it's obvious no, too. But still, us, yeah. But it's like, like just it's beautiful. The... It's beautifully done. It's, no, it's and, good, then, yeah. and then, it, and then that next shot, the next day, it goes, fades to black and it comes back and it starts from the POV of Margot and it pans over and it's them like, hey, hey, get up. Come on. We overslept. Get out of here. Get out of here. You know, she spent the yeah. night there. Well, and the and the reveal of her being there, where the camera like goes out, like huh? around, and then yeah, like I'm, he he kicks her out of the house, and then like she's just like there in the kitchen, like, "Are you right? Fucking kidding me!" Yeah, I love her reaction yeah. too. She's got a great line about. Oh, she's like, such a good I anchor. Thought, I thought yeah. writers hated cliches or something. Right. Well, I love yeah. whenever she's like, "I was scared before, now I'm fucking terrified." Like, yeah, that's what I love. Like this movie, the tight wop. The tight, the tight rope that it's such uh, a tight walk. The tight walk, the tight rope that Ben Affleck is doing, that Roseman Pike is doing. Everybody, it's kind of like Tarantino's uh, Inglorious Bastards, where like every single character is faking something. The bastards yeah. are being Nazis. The British dudes being a German. Like you know what I mean? Like everybody's a spy. Everybody in this movie is faking it, and it's the the music the everybody's walking this tightrope it's insane no this is like if real life was like sexy and slick and fun yeah. and and terrible and dangerous and awful right it's that I mean, groundedness it the tightrope that that fincher's doing is the yeah. the fairy tale kind of hyper real thing and then the very but it's very like a fairy- grounded 
procedural. But, but it's, it's like a almost fairy a parody tale. of that. But it, well, it's like a fairy tale of a like setup or something. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. like the fairy yeah. tale version of the like the it's the anti fairy tale. It's like the what if this perfectly glossy tragedy happened? You know. Yeah. I mean, I, I yeah. see that she's eating a bunch of whoppers and stuff to like gain the weight to like change. She, the she did thing. gain a bunch of weight and lose a bunch of weight. Like five, four or five different times for this movie. Holy shit. Wow. Oh, yeah. by the end, she does look significantly different. I mean, it might be the haircut, but like, yeah, that does. The blood, was it the blood? No. Well, she, also, Affleck was like preparing for his Batman role. So, yeah. So, oh, at the beginning get, of the movie, they, he's, he's like, you see him bulking yeah, up through the through yeah. the movie. He's too. got like, just from doing like, like a bunch of like, yeah, he's got like that lifting. Pack, yeah. Like, pinch where your, forward, yeah. your shoulders are fucked up um <laughs> we were talking about this with uh patrick swayze it, do we actually see it oh you it's when he's stepping into the shower but it's like, she's like shadow, hey i need to i didn't right? make you know that you don't have like a mic and they go into the shower together and she's well, I, rinsing yeah. off the blood which is like why didn't they rinse the blood off already like what they don't right. do that <laughs> um yeah that whole time like <laughs> She's yeah, being interviewed by the police, and and, and I mean, then they home take pictures and, and stuff. Sure, I don't really. I, hey, I don't know how. Maybe that's how it works. But when he comes into the shower, you see his dunk. Now it's fluffed. We know that. Yeah. No, it's a sock. It's like a. It's an. It's, well, it's, it's a prosthetic. It's in shadow also, too. I right? I would not put it against him to just be like if she was like, kind of comes came onto him at that moment his character i think he would have just had sex with her oh yeah no, she's oh, like, oh sure. like you like look extra like you look like extra fit like because she's been like intentionally too like she's so crazy she's like starving yeah. herself and probably working out excessively all day long like a wrestler trying yeah. to like make weight sitting in the sauna scraping the sweat off yeah her. yeah i I think a lot of men probably had some aha moments. It is a feminist movie because it's like, guys, don't you see, do you, how do you not see after this movie? You know, <laughs> your wife's trying to kill you. Yeah. That's, that's it. Like, come on. Right. No, She's, I mean, she makes the film like there. Everybody yes. else is great. She, yeah, I mean, oh, no, th this doesn't work without in, her. in 30 years. It's her movie. It's not Fincher's movie. Yeah. It's not Ben's movie. It's her movie. It's all, yeah. I would say it's almost like, her defining role like this is the role of her career so yeah thus far yeah, i don't know if she's ever gonna top it it's not like that kid who played joffrey baratheon who quit acting after the show was over because it's like what do i like i'm always gonna be joffrey he always, he always has nightmares about pies now yeah. <laughs> it's terrible well how all right so do are we ranking should, should we give this a score one oh to, let's score yeah, we, we always got a score now i love that yeah 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 uh, what do you what's your score I'm going to go uh, with an 8.5. You know, that was going to be my score. Too. That was eight, mine eight, too. Oh my God. Oh, wow. Hive mine. Because <laughs> it's 8.5 8. then. It's not like it's Lawrence of Arabia or some shit. But for what but it is, it's, it's basically perfect. It's yeah. basically perfect. Like it, it, it is as interesting and well-made of a film as it can be, but Right. A more interesting and well-made film could exist. It would just have to be a different film. Yeah. You know what I mean? All right. Uh, uh, let, let's do a segment called What Are You Watching? Uh, what are you guys, what are you guys I have been, been watching this week? 
can should we just skip this? It's nine thirty. Okay. I'm just saying it's really late. I really have to pee. I haven't watched anything. You guys, or should we I just watch the Mona? It was fine. I watched Cronenberg's Infinity Pool. It's on Hulu. I was going to watch it. I was going to watch uh, it. Yeah, you should watch it. It's fine. Yeah. I I saw the new. I finally saw the new um, Puss in Boots movie. Oh yeah, what did you think? I liked it. Good. It's a lot of fun. Good it's characters. It's so fun, isn't it? Yeah. It's it's fun. It's classic. It's also modern and it's it's comedy take of being kind of like self aware and silly. Yeah, yeah. Stylish. And the action is like really fun. Yeah, I, that I liked first it a lot. big fight with the like the bell. Yes. So the, the so bell, cool. I love the bell scene. And I this is a quote. This is a quote from Adam Calfee. Shouts and Adam Calfee doesn't listen to the show. Piece of shit. Um, Anthony Banderas, ten out of ten. Anthony Banderas, ten out of ten. Yeah, old Anthony. <laughs> I would say DreamWorks. <laughs> quote. That is a quote. It's barely. <laughs> How many uh, bottles of whiskey had he had? <laughs> ten out of ten. Old Anthony. Ten out of ten. Anthony Banderas. I um, yeah. Well, I I mean. I don't know. His last couple of movies have been pretty good. DreamWorks has been doing pretty good, I think. I'm glad. I, I'm glad I, somebody's picking up the slack. Oh, I tried to watch Evil Dead Rise. Yeah. Yeah. I got to the fucking mom who gets possessed. She's on the cover. It's not a spoiler. She's on the in all the trailers. She fucking goes from the tub. She's been dead for like hours. She wakes mm-hmm. up, she's alive. She looks like a fucking demon. Um, and she's saying crazy shit. She starts freaking out in the tub, and they and then all of a sudden shoots up to the ceiling and is hung up on the ceiling like like a spider, like and the all the family sees it. The kind of main daughter, the middle child, takes the youngest ch- daughter away, and then the mom's holding a piece of glass from a mirror that looks exactly like a knife blade, which is fine. (laughs) And the fucking daughter's like, mom, what are you doing? It's just like, (laughs) you saw an earthquake. You like, you like, there's like the, this, your fucking brother brought a book in the book has teeth, the teeth open. You saw the blood go in. You saw the, it's, like give me where's this guy let me talk to him what the fuck are you guys thinking (laughs) there's just another trope in evil dead movies where in sam raimi movies across the board when somebody gets possessed they get up and they're like i'm gonna swallow your soul and then they fall down and then they're passed out and then everybody's like oh and then the tension rises and they walk up they do that 50 times within the first (laughs) 30 minutes of the movie. It's so That's fucking stupid. And then for the fucking girl, like, again, like I said, there's this crazy sequence in the, uh, where the girl's getting, the mom's getting tied up with the fucking cords and it's the fucking evil dead thing. We got to do the evil dead thing. And then there's a shot and it's fucking awesome. I was like, Oh, I literally went, Ooh, like when I was watching the movie, I was like, I guess I'm going to keep watching this. 
And then the fucking daughter goes, mom, is that like, what are you doing? Like she was on the fucking ceiling. You fucking (laughs) fuck. Like fuck this movie. It it, it just, (laughs) I cannot stand that level of if the movie was not trying to be this serious drama beforehand right. oh the fucking rock star girlfriend's preg or sister's pregnant and then she goes home and it's all serious and nothing's fun and there's no levity to anything ah that movie it i'm like it just makes me mad because it's like good okay. all right so if we ever figure out a way to harness Gus's anger to create an eternal uh, power source. We just got to make him watch Evil Dead Rise over and, and over. Tenet. <laughs> that, that was maybe my favorite review of yours, like on this <laughs> show. That's All right. All right. Sorry, Cheers guys. All right. Everybody go uh, home. Well, I can't top that. So I'll do an outro. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for listening. My name is Brad Patello. Find me on Instagram at Brad Patello. Gus is Mr. Trouth. Adam is Renaissance Grunt. And you can follow us, uh, Movie Odyssey, on Instagram, uh, underscore movie underscore Odyssey. We're not on threads yet, so don't even look for us. <laughs> we love you. Thank you. But we love you. And we'll all put, put our face in your moves. Bye.